0: What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the America is Blue podcast. Sick and tired of these angles, Jay. But uh, nonetheless, this is what you do when you bleed blue. We talk through it good. We talk through it bad. Um, Difficult afternoon today at Stanford Bridge, to say the least. We did not get the result that we were looking for or any kind of result at all. Um, We'll get straight to the point, man. Jay, you get the first word around here. That's how this show works. Uh, Give us your initial impressions of the shit
1: show. I've got a couple of bullet points that I want to just throw out there, and we can kind of come back to these themes throughout the cast because I'm sure they're going to come up. We suck. Um, That said, we showed resolve today. I I did not see a team that was quitting, which was my big concern. I saw a team that tried to go after it and tried to do their best underneath very difficult circumstances. So I still have a lot of pride in the guys on this team who showed up at the bridge in front of the fans and tried to do their best up against a Goliath. Um, our physio staff, our physical training staff, whoever is in charge of getting these guys in shape and keeping them healthy needs to be under significant scrutiny. Um, we'll go, I know we're going to get into that. Uh, and lastly, I'm all for at this point moving forward, continuing to give youth a chance to prove themselves, even if it's a little bit sloppy, because we're starting to see the impact that these kids can have by bringing energy into the game. And they come in with this naivety and they, they they don't even understand what the moment is. And I think it's going to put some of the older guys again on their toes because they're going to want playing time too. So that's my global assessment of what we just experienced. I
0: definitely agree with the youth movement. Um it, It's g- going to be what we have to do from here on out. And all I'll say is it was a toothless effort. It wasn't for lack of effort. It was just we didn't have – any finishing opportunities. Really? We hit the post a couple times. We couldn't find the ball to unlock the door. It was never going to happen. And I'm just going to raise a glass to this season because it's fucking over.
1: All right. But all right, let's stay on that. What is, what does over mean? How bad is
0: over? Well, top top four is out of the question. Uh, course, e- yeah. Even even just getting into Europe, I think, is going to be a real challenge for us the way that we're the way that we're sitting right now. And 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 shame on me for not even know, knowing this. What do you have to finish seventh to get into the Euro qualifying tournament, the Europas? Like I can't even believe that. That's what I'm thinking about and pondering. But that's what that's what we're looking at. And do you see us getting out of the round of sixteen in the Champions League? We're, uh, well, I mean, maybe we beat Dortmund. We might. I mean, we might, we could we, we could get through Dortmund, but I mean, one of the big boys and then you got to win a couple more there. I, I just, I don't see it happening, man.
1: You know what I hope happens? I mean, over I think over the last eight games, the amount of points that we picked up, I mean, that's pacing us to be a relegated team. I think it would be absolutely hysterical if we get relegated out of the Prem. And then go on one of these like ridiculous Chelsea runs through the Champions League and win the oh, Champions yeah. League as a relegated team out of the press. J- just, just give me some of that. Just, con- just, continuing, Why the hell not? just
0: continuing to ruin everything for everybody and and madness. Be, that that would be fantastic. Don't want to go through that though. Don't wa- don't no. don't want to have to live that. So uh, all right, man. Like, let's get into it. I don't even think it's really going to take that long to talk to talk about this game. I mean, other than all the things that drove me crazy, but I will start with something positive because I was right about something. I said that if we we're going to have a snowball's chance in hell, we were going to need Kova to show up and carry the ball forward and to get that ball through the midfield. I thought he played great, especially in the first half. He saved our ass. He had one terrible giveaway, uh, which could be, which you know was was seen off. But uh, short of that, in the first half, Kova was fantastic. He kept us in the game, really kept the ball moving. Uh, I thought he was he was really, really good. Uh, that being said, on the absolute inverse, Mark Cucurea has been bad. And he was bad again today, especially in the first half. The giveaways getting absolutely worked by Bernardo Silva a couple times. He was taking a pounding, and it's tough to watch because we paid a fortune for this guy, and he certainly has not settled in.
1: So I actually thought in the first half, I mean, if you, at, at halftime, my overall impression outside of maybe the very beginning and maybe the very end of the half, I thought we played pretty damn well. I thought we stood up to them. I thought we mixed up what was a high press and then also dropping deep. Um, I thought we had the better scoring opportunities in the first half, although not, none of that was anything to write home about. Um, I, w- I was actually very happy. And this is while wow, three minutes into the game, Sterling comes off with a hammy. 18 minutes into the game, Pulisic gets hurt, and then we have to start shuffling the deck and getting new guys on board. And honestly, I I, I thought we played better than City did for the first half of that game. I I, I truly did. Oh, oh, and, and, I, and I'm going to give you full credit. The midfield two, I'm going to give it to both D- D- Kova and Zakaria. I thought both played awesome. really, really well underneath the circumstances. Um, I thought Silva and Koulibaly, I thought they both played very well. Uh, you know, played. Listen, I love the man to death, and he puts it out there every game. He just doesn't have it anymore. He just doesn't have the pace. And he was never really a pacey fullback, but he always played with such grit and such intelligence that he was able to make up for what was not exceptional athleticism. But, dude, he's just, he's older now, right? That is Um, what it is.
0: I want to go back to something, though, real quick, because we're going to touch on the injuries because it's just, it's unreal at this point. I've been watching sports in general for a really long time, seeing guys get hurt all kinds of different ways, whether it's a torn ACL or a ligament or, you know, pulled hammies. We've seen guys, you know, pull up in various situations. I've never seen anyone, quote unquote, pull a hammy or go down and grab their hammy the way that Sterling went down. He's like stepped on the guy's foot. Or, or something like that, and typically you'd think that that was a hyperextension, maybe an ankle, uh, a lower leg, if, if anything. Grabbing his hammy? To your point, what the hell are they doing out there? Three minutes into the game, stepping on somebody and getting a pulled hammy seems a little bit strange. The pulley thing, that's a freak situation. Um, uh, very unlucky. Uh, but in general you can't point fingers at individuals, but yeah, I, I'd love to know what, what the hell are these guys eating? What's the, what's the training regimen like? Because we've got 11 legitimate first team players on the shelf right now. And that's just not sustainable.
1: And listen, this is, this is really bad this year. This has been continuous. Yeah, We've had ridiculous amounts of injuries for years now. <clears throat> guys coming in and out of the lineup. It's not sustainable, right? Like, and and, and you know, Our our new management consortium, they're doing everything that they need to do to try to address various issues. I mean, we're talking about overhauling this club. This is a monumental task. They've taken care of scouting. They've taken care of operations. They've brought in a coach. I mean, I think we can have a really large argument as to whether that's addressed or not. They're trying to bring in players. During the summer, they had a very limited window to do so and had to rush to do it because they weren't allowed to do it. Um, so listen they, they're, they're spinning a shit ton of plates at the same time they need to get around to this though because no matter who they're bringing in or no matter who we have it doesn't really matter because they're guaranteed to be off the field in short order so something needs to happen with that department with the club to make sure that these guys get fit stay fit and then recover quickly and then don't come back and get re-injured fair
0: point.
1: there's definitely a problem here
0: fair points uh, and, and, and agreed. We we definitely played well, held up in the first half. I really was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I was thinking, you know, in my heart of hearts that we'd be down two at the break. Uh, you know, if, if you would have asked me before, uh, before the game kicked off. Uh, that being said, moving into the second half uh, to quote uh, a lot of famous people. Not great, Bob. Um, not great at all. Uh, dominated. Right out of the gate, they pushed us around. They pushed us back. They turned the screw and kept turning. We just couldn't really find the relief valve. And uh, they came out and took it to us to, to start the second half, for sure.
1: I heard a quote the other day. Not only am I going to mangle it, I'm going to put my spin on it and make it my own. Sure. Because that's what I want That's do. how
0: quoting works.
1: Some very wise human being at some point in time in the history of football said that the first 45 minutes of the game is won and lost by the players and the second 45 minutes of the game is won and lost by the manager. We saw it again today. We kind of saw the same thing happen in the Bournemouth game where we kind of came out, we were cooking, and then we got into the dressing room and then we came back out and then everybody was just kind of like, eh. Um, We've seen this a lot this season, especially under – my, my best friend, they were Rami playing Potter. pretty good to start. They were the playing well, Play you go, really you, go good. In, you go into halftime. And then all of a sudden, like we were forced to make certain substitutions and make some moves because of the injuries. Yeah, 100%. So, so that allows Pep Guardiola to counter what we now are doing and allow him to kind of make those second changes. We were forced into him and then it allows him to say, okay, here's what's going on in the game. Here's what I need to do to make a difference against what's now here in order to take advantage and win this thing. But we don't do anything. We don't do anything proactively. We do things reaction reactionally? Rea- reactively. Reactive. Is that the word? We know what we're saying. We're very reactive. We, we're, we're reactive. We, we are reactive, not proactive. I'm making up words, I'm taking over quotes. This is what's happening today. But we we react to things that happen and then it's too late. Right? So they brought on Grealish and Mares. Everything changes. They're starting to pin us back. We're starting to lose a little bit more control of the midfield. Um, we waited too long, and then eventually we got caught out. Kukureya didn't fully track with Mares. It was a great ball. And let me ask you a question on their goal Kepa, before yes. I know you're Kepa about Kepa to freak out. Stopped it. The is, could he have? The, the, the answer is yes. angles, It kind of looked like he just had yes. to go like, The answer is like, yes.
0: Like Kepa could have stopped. One I, of was those. Like, I
1: was like, the pass wasn't that one good. Of, one of those. And he would have got it. I. I don't know what he, he's like, oh, I'm just going to let it go to to, to, to Marky Coops and let, let him clear it off yeah. the line. He's like, you're right there, bro. You, you just put a, put a pump to it. I could not. I don't I mean, know. Maybe maybe I missed the angle.
0: No, 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 no. I, that was the first thing. I was like, what is he doing? Like, because, because when he when the pass was made, I was like, oh, is there for that? No, he's not. And, 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 and I was like, what was that? Because he was watching it. The whole time, and it and it wasn't hit with a particular amount of pace. The ball wasn't skipping. I mean, it was on the ground with curve. Uh, and I just, you know, don't really like Jack Grealish that much, so it just hurts that much more. Uh,
1: so I, I thought it was a bad goal. I'm hoping I miss the end, because Kepper for the listen for the entirety of the game, I mean, he looked very confident and assured in the box. Oh, no I doubt. thought he played a great game. It was just that one thing I'm looking at, and I'm like, I mean, it looked like the ball was like maybe like six inches away from his arm, and he just didn't extend. I mean, he no, he didn't extend at all. Strange. And, I mean, he was, in, was strange. he was in the
0: little cat crouch. I think that he thought it was a little further away than it was, and he didn't want to dump one. He didn't want to dump a rebound. Maybe he didn't feel like because he couldn't have caught it cleanly, but there's no way you can let that breeze past you all the way to the far post. Yeah, um, I don't know what I mean, happened there. It just seems crazy to me, but I'm not a Premier League footballer.
1: No, neither, neither am I, obviously. Um, I thought the substitutions were interesting. I mean, bringing on Amari. I mean, the been, the, the, you game, the, game, the game is over.
0: You've been waiting for him, clamoring for the kid, Dude, I,
1: I, I wrote in my notes. It was like at the 64th minute right after the goal. I'm like, bring on Amari Hutchinson. Let's just see what he has. Uh, He kind of sucked. He didn't really do much of anything, to be honest. I, I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to dog the kid for any, yeah. Yeah. This was an an odd situation. I didn't see much out of him. I wanted like give the kid a start up against you know a, a shit team and just let let him go out there and see what he can do from the beginning of the game. But I did like again, Lewis Hall continues to impress me. I like what he does, even though he's not refined and polished. It's not like his finishing is great. I just I like his attitude. I like his mentality, and I like his approach to the game. And do just. Connor Gallagher drives me fucking crazy. I knew he's like that a, he's
0: like was a, coming. I knew bro, that he's like was coming. He's like a
1: jackrabbit on meth. He just hops and skips around. He's always, in, like, he's trying to anticipate going one way. He's always wrong-footed and then has to, like, scooter back to go the other way. Listen, he's a young guy and he obviously, has, he obviously has talent. Who knows where the future goes for him? I just don't want him playing for us right now. I just do not want to see him out there because he's, he's a liability.
0: Look, my my issue towards the end of the game, and I, I think that they they said it on the on the broadcast. I mean, Alba was a sub sub. Getting him on was one thing, but then at the end of the game, we had no natural goal scorer, and that's why bringing on your boy Amari in that situation. I was like, this is completely wrong. We we need we at least need Alba out there. He's the only natural poacher. Get behind the defense, run off the back shoulder guy that we had anywhere, you know, in the roster. And you got to keep him on uh, unless unless he's on like a minute's limit or you know, it didn't look like he picked up a knock. But taking him off, I was like, what the f- are we doing? Like and, and that goes back to the Grand Potter thing. I just really didn't understand Lewis Hall. Yeah, absolutely. Bring him in there for the energy. 100 percent on board with that. Absolutely embrace it. But. Taking off uh, Alba uh, and bringing on uh, Omari Hutchinson did not make sense. Connor Gallagher tried to make a couple of things happen, but yeah, I mean, we, we had a couple of chances at the end, and it's just we didn't seem to have any of the real quality that was necessary to finish. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, hitting the post twice, I just, it just never felt like we were going to get it.
1: No, we didn't. And nor, nor did we really deserve it. I mean, even the, you know, Carney Chukwameka had that opportunity in the first half. It was a deflected was shot. If it, if it wasn't deflected, that was an easy save. I mean, you could see the angle of the ball before it hit the deflection. You know, Edison was right there. I, I really don't think he was going to have a problem saving that one way or the other. The deflection actually helped the shot to keep it close. Um, I, I didn't mind the, the swap. I mean, a Yang, dude, he's just, he's bad right now. When he first came over, it was like he had a couple of those poachers' goals and we're like, finally, we just have a guy who can just we'll create the chances for you. We just need you there to be able to bang one home because we don't really have the surgical precision to do that, anybody, for some bizarre reason. Uh again, losing the service in from from, from Reese James consistently, you know, losing Chilwell and what those guys can bring, that certainly hurts. And we also have benched Ziyech for the majority of the season. So we just haven't had anybody who can create opportunities for a guy like Obama Yang provide him service, do something dangerous on one side of the field where he's just kind of hanging out by the foot post on the other side. I mean, these are the type of goals that he scores. He doesn't grab the ball at the top of the box, put no. on two or three amazing moves and then crack one in the top corner. That's just not what he does. So um, I didn't mind Amari Hutchinson coming on and I'm glad he got some playing time. Because when I saw him in the exhibition game against, uh, against Villa. It's a really bad analogy, but like he showed a little bit of that kind of like Eden Hazard type shiftiness. And I'm not comparing these two, but you saw some of that in him, like that liveness, the ability to drive. And I just didn't see that today, because anytime he received the ball on the wing, he just kind of passed it back to the middle. It almost looked like he was a little bit shook out there. I mean,
0: he he's a he's a young kid. And being a debutant, what? being down one, uh, You know, with Manchester City on the pitch, that's that's an interesting uh, that's
1: Yeah, But wouldn't wouldn't you think that that would be like, all right, we're down. It's Man City over there. Dude, I'm going balls to the wall. I don't care if I look like a fool and I send one into the rafters. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to showcase what I can do right now. I've got like 23 minutes to do this. I I would be receiving the ball in the corner of the box and then just passing it back to the middle before I even take a touch. So I was a little bit discouraged by that, but it's so early to judge this guy. I want—I want to see him get a start, and I want to see what he can do. That—that
0: that I'm on board with. Um. So, uh, all right, man. Let's uh. Let Let's chop Chop this thing the rest of the way home. Uh. We're bringing you the man of the match, which is always is brought to you by All Out Fitness, and at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. Uh. Jay, who empowered them? You know, who 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 is who is doing the most empowering for their individual self out there on the pitch today?
1: Yeah, another young man. I I really love what I saw when Carney Chukameka took the field. Mm-hmm. I really did. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, it sucks and it pains me that Politic got hurt. Um, I thought it was an interesting change to bring Carney on for him. Uh, obviously, we're not talking about two like-for-like positions, but from what no. I saw from him, box to box, and how dangerous he looked, the way he was driving at people, the way he was running with the ball as a you know as a tall like imposing guy on the field. I was really impressed. So again, these are the type of guys that I want to see get more playing time instead of the old stale, same repetitive shit that we just continue to throw out there. And then we get disappointed. So like guys like Carney, guys like Amara, guys like Lewis Hall, like we, we need to get these guys integrated and see what they have akin to what Frank Lampard did a number of years ago, coming off of a transfer ban and rolled the dice with a few guys. I don't know, Mason Mouse and, and Reese James. Something along those lines. Tammy let's Abraham. See what these kids have. Yeah, let's see what these kids got. What the hell do we have to lose at this point? Uh, I mean, Anyway, man of the match, focus, focus. Carney Chukomega.
0: Got it. Well, I'm giving mine to another youngster, but he is a Loney and new to the Chelsea family. I'm giving it to the uh, Swiss international, Dennis Zickeria. I thought he was a great presence. Uh, I thought he was a part of everything that was positive for us. For the for the most part, uh, he did not play in a fearful way. He definitely took it, it it right to city. He was the one that was getting the ball and turning as well. Um, not not just the immediate back pass to Thiago Silva or Koulibaly or to Kepa. He you know he was looking to to split the midfielders, get a through ball. Uh, I liked what I saw from him. I hope to continue to see him playing next to Kovacic. I like that pairing a lot, especially compared to you know Jorginho. So give me give me that uh, Zakaria Kovačić midfield, and I think we'll we'll continue to build off that.
1: All right, I'm done with that.
0: So uh, moving on to what's next. Um, <laughs> well,
1: what what do we got next, Josh?
0: I mean, we're playing. Uh, oh yeah, City again. On Sunday in the FA
1: Cup. Oh yeah, those guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: it's good. Uh, uh, so good. the FA Cup, a traditional cup competition in England where they play for a big trophy at the end. Shocking. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, it would be nice to knock them off. My goal is to score. We haven't scored in four straight. The last goal that we scored against Manchester City was Kai Havertz in the uh, 21 Champions League final. Granted, we'd switch that one goal for all the other goals that we haven't scored and the times that they beat us to make sure that we hoisted that trophy that day. Nonetheless, we need to score if we're going to win. So uh, last time I checked, you have to put goals up to win football games. So I am hoping that we can score a goal. That's uh, that's my big hope for our match against City.
1: You know what, man? Maybe, this is, maybe all of our sentiments, maybe this is all just coming to a head. City's very much focused on trying to gain ground on Arsenal in the Premier League. They have to worry about their schedule, which is very tough coming up in the Premier League. Maybe they come out there, they throw out their B team or sprinkle in a couple of guys who aren't usually starting. We go out with the young boys and just say, eh, let's do it. And maybe we come out of that thing with a win. And Maybe we actually have a chance for some silverware in the FA Cup. Maybe. That'd be a nice story
0: too. Well, the, yeah. Or like city could march out their U23s, I think, and give us a, give us a run for our money. Um, so that's, that's where we stand, man. That's the, uh, that's the state of affairs in London town right now. Unfortunately, not a lot of good news to report. But we will be back on Sunday to uh, chop up the FA Cup results and everything else, uh, Premier League. Thank you, everybody, for the uh, support. We appreciate you listening. America is indeed blue. Jay and I will be back on Sunday. We'll talk to you then. Thanks.